I have so many emotions about this. <laughs> uh, I can't wait to just like tell the story. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Wrecked Podcast. I am Bunchu alongside my esteemed colleague and co-host, Chamber. Chamber, how you doing, buddy? Doing pretty good, man. How, how are you doing this fine December morning, afternoon, afternoon, December afternoon? Uh, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> do, you, uh, do you play uh, like pinch punch first of the month with your friends? I don't know what that is. <laughs> It's basically just tweet you tweet them. You text them at uh, you know midnight or something. Say you know pinch punch first of the month, and then you have bragging rights for the month. Oh, my my man. wife plays this with her. I don't have friends, so I can't actually play this. Uh, but my wife plays this with her friends. I'm gonna start doing this to you on the first of every month. <laughs> yeah, it's and it's very upsetting when you don't get it. Right, yeah, it's like calling shotgun or... Yeah, exactly. It's basically a monthly shotgun. It's exactly yes, what it is. So we are officially in the month of December 2020, and it's nearing an end. And I got to tell you, you know, a lot of people have had a bad year um, with COVID and unemployment and all of that. And I've gone through most of this year thinking that, you know, I've had one of the best years ever. But I think we can officially say that crypto Twitter... <laughs> is now on the up they have now they are going to count 2020 as one of the best years ever what do you think yeah definitely 2020 for crypto has been good yeah um i I, I would say nay great (laughs) (laughs) definitely i mean we're at all-time highs again um it's crazy stuff i mean we did have the mar the was it black thursday uh the march uh big dip but I think that was more of a, it wasn't a crypto thing. It was a global <laughs> issue, I think, overall. Yes, but. yes, I agree. But so we are officially, is, what are we What are we talking about here? Are we officially all-time high? <sighs> I, we have touched it. We have we breached it. We have, it. We, have, we, have, we have titillated it. What are we, what are we I doing fe- here? Yes, I feel titillated is exactly the way I would put it. Because, yes, we have hit all-time high. We have, I think there's... Three. We've come down a little. Is it time of recording? Eighteen nine. Eighteen nine. Yes. So I, I think we got as high as uh, you know nineteen seven, nineteen eight, in some. Uh, but I want to say that at least three exchanges have reported all time highs on Bitcoin. So yes, but I, f- I don't feel excited in the way that I would have felt uh, had I been three years in crypto back in 2017. You know what I mean? So I was going to ask that. Uh, I I don't feel like you are as euphoric as I've as I thought you might be. No, I think once I, I think I'll start to get excited once we breach that $20,000 barrier and you know, where, wherever that goes, whether it's 22,000, 23,000, 25,000 um, we're going to, I think we're going to breach it. And I think we're going to come back down hard. Now, if, if 20,000 becomes support again, and we kind of just chill out on top of that, you know, you know, $20,000 range, or even if we chill out where we are right now, kind of like that 19, 18, 19, $20,000 range, uh, I'll be a little bit more excited. Um, but until we kind of breach, you know, with purpose and then retest, uh, I think I'll be more I'm more excited then. I I feel you. I am uh I, I'm still in my deep state of depression. Um so and that's not going to change. You're this is me from now on. I'm unfortunately sorry for you to all have to deal with this. But it is uh you know I've uh, the boat the train has left the station without Uncle Bunchu and it's just something that I'll have to live with for the rest of my life. <laughs> um but we are crushing right now. So uh, Bitcoin at 
Ethereum, number two, at 589.27. XRP, all the way up at 62 cents. That's fantastic. Litecoin, $87. Bitcoin Cash, 293. Chainlink, 1367. Cardano, 15 cents. Polkadot at 514. And Binance, rounding out the top 10 at $30.12. Every chart looks exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Breaking. Um, it's 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 good it's definitely good uh we're definitely only dealing with bitcoin ethereum and some large caps uh for the time being as far as what's what's moving um obviously because i trade alts i'm always looking at um you know btc pairings and ethereum pairings so that really hasn't done much as of late um obviously some alts have gone up in usd value but what I'm looking for is to get more Ethereum and to get more Bitcoin. So that's what I'm waiting on. Um, I think that will happen. But I might so this to, is part of why you're not euphoric. I'm definitely yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm up in USD for sure. Uh, I'm above flat. Like I haven't gained any. But more see, like I feel like even for you as a Canadian, even being up in USD should be euphoric, right? I. <laughs> I mean, I like a- USD is your real altcoin, like your first altcoin. <laughs> You're 100% correct. Or, in fact, Canadian dollars, your first altcoin. Right, right. Yes, um, and you're just trying to get more USD. I'm trying to get more USD, that's right. Right. So, I mean, that's the way I've, I've always looked at it for you. <laughs> when I explain Bitcoin to other Canadians, like I was, I was telling you before the show, I was talking to my dad about Bitcoin. We've been talking a little bit more lately since, uh, you know, since he's not in the hole anymore. Um, and, you know, when I talk, I was telling him about market cap, and I was kind of telling him, like, what I thought the price would be because he's like, well, I don't, you know, I'm obviously not going to cash in my chips now. And we were kind of throwing around some ideas of, of when, you know, he could possibly in the future cash out or, or take a good chunk out. And we were throwing around the idea of, um, you know, the, the gold market cap, like what's the gold market cap worldwide. And we found out that it was about $9 trillion. That's the market cap for gold worldwide. And I said, So you're well, talking 9x at least from here. Right, exactly. Uh, <laughs> and I said, well, I said, you know, a lot of people are talking about, because he even said, he's like, oh, you know, I'm hearing people saying, you know, Bitcoin is the new gold, is the new digital gold, blah, blah. Like he's saying these things and he's a, he's a normie. Uh, you know, he's a 60-year-old. Uh, hello, dad. I've been fucking telling you this for three years. <laughs> It's insane exactly. how the cycle goes. Like it is, it is so ridiculous. No, literally, nothing has changed since the last time this has happened. Right. Nothing. So, nothing at all. <laughs> nothing at all has changed. Um, nothing has changed to the uh, like we we haven't forked Bitcoin. It's still Bitcoin. You know, there was back in the day. You know, we back in the Did day. Did you tell him this? Yeah. And, and he said it himself. He's like, yeah, you know, I know. He's like, I know you're thinking this, but when I'm hearing his conservative radio host, well, yes. Yeah, so this is exactly what happened. It was, it was same thing happened with me. It was like, oh yeah, I understand you think this, but I don't believe it until somebody other than you thinks it. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that I'm more popular than Ben Shapiro. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said you just think he's smart because he talks fast, uh, <laughs> but. Uh, I really like I really like ragging on my dad for listening to Ben Shapiro. Yeah, uh, it's fun. Uh- <laughs> so, uh, so if it hit the gold market cap, it's around almost two hundred thousand dollars. Well, that's well. No, I was doing the. I, I think I think I did half of it, um, half of the gold market cap, fully or di- er, fully diluted. Uh, so basically, you know, using the twenty one million Bitcoin, uh, which is and I told him like, which is technically not even accurate. It's probably more like. 16 to 18 million bitcoin you know what i mean because there's some that are lost and yada 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 so i said even taking the 21 mil uh at half like four and a half trillion i think four and a half trillion got us to about two hundred fifteen thousand us so i mean it's it's crazy um it's 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 a it's a crazy thought and you know i he he calculated his what that would make his portfolio worth and he was like oh that's that's pretty good <laughs> <laughs> so i said even if it's half the uh market cap of gold uh again which is like i said about four and a half trillion um you know you're, you're doing all right so it's uh that's down the road obviously but how you know, far down the road it's tough to say in the 20s we're in the tw- we're living in the twenties now, um, you know the roaring twenties. 
I think it'll happen in the 20s. Okay, interesting. You've heard it here first. Chamber said 100,000, 150 by next year anyway. So I said, yeah, I definitely said 150 by the end of next year. Yeah, so, we'll I mean, see. that could definitely happen. Yeah. It, we'll, we'll see. So at this rate, it'll happen tomorrow. No kidding. You we know? don't want that. We want to cool, We want kind of chill out here for a bit, I think. Uh, I think the longer... Well, I mean, I don't know. It's pretty crazy. Like, we've seen some pretty... What I would consider significant dips. Oh, I yeah. Mean, I from, mean, from high 19s down to 16.5, immediately bought all the way back up into the 19s. Then again, yesterday or last mm-hmm. night this morning, way down to like eight low 18s, and now being bought back up rather quickly. Um, so it's interesting like you don't know how much vigor these dips are going to keep being bought up with like right now everybody's in the btfd mode right like right eventually you're not going to have cash to btfd which is what has happened to people in the past you know um yeah, like, and then I, I, do I, those I, trickle out and break support down or you know it's it's i don't know i mean i'm just speculating obviously yeah, we had. Uh, I'm just looking at the chart here. I use a Coinbase chart. Um, Loser. I know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know why. There was a reason. I don't know if it had more history or. It's because you like Brian Armstrong. Well, we have the same haircut. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it we it looks like at 6 a.m. Uh, today, so this morning, uh, we we definitely breached uh, 199. And then that's at 6 a.m. By 7 a.m., you could have purchased. So it went from 199. Uh, sorry, by 8 a.m., you could have purchased the bottom at 18.1. So that's a huge move in like two hours. Yeah. It, uh, like $2,000 move. Somebody I saw tweeted like, you sleep for eight hours, you hit all-time high, then, a, then the sell-off. And a V-shaped recovery all yeah. in, in eight hours. That's what I'm saying. Like, so 6 a.m., 6 a.m., 19.9, 8 a.m., 18.1, 10 a.m., or pardon me, 11 a.m., 19.5. Like, that's crazy. Wow. Like that. <laughs> yeah. So you, if you were a trader uh, and you know what you're doing, you could probably, like, there was definitely people making some money this morning. For sure, for sure. Uh, Not me. But there's probably equal as many people getting wrecked. Oh, so many people getting wrecked right now. You know, so. Yeah. Um, But here we are, and uh, it's exciting for sure. So I'm hoping everybody out there is crushing it. This is the moment that we've been waiting for. Um, Hopefully, your euphoric chamber is not. Not yet. Definitely not yet. stubborn and greedy. I am. Um, I feel... I feel I've put in my dues and to get a, a to get five percent from all-time high back in 2017 is not <laughs> what I want I'm looking for X's I'm looking yeah. for multiple X's so you want you want the X's we we'll, we'll do our best to give that to you chamber you deserve X's I deserve a few at least a few X yeah you deserve you deserve many X's yeah 2020s I, I tell you 2020 has been great for crypto, not great for Trainber. Uh And I'm not a I'm not a blame the year kind of guy. Um, I hate man, blame the year people. Y- oh, they're the worst. They never they're have a good year. Yeah, fuck off. You probably thought in 2019 was shit too. They did. Everybody did. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not one of these people. But man, you start writing down the uh, the diary of 2020. It's not great for me. Um, so. I had a pretty I, good 2020, I gotta say. So you're, yeah, I, except yeah, I, this is the worst thing that's happened to me in 2020. <laughs> crypto, crypto is the worst thing. Crypto that's is the worst thing that's happened to you in 2020. So yes. you know what? You win some, you lose some. I don't blame it on the year. It's just uh, unfortunately a bad string of luck. But you know, I got. Uh, I, I told you this morning we got uh, we got some insurance settled uh, for the robbery uh, today. So that's great. Everything's uh, coming out Millhouse. Buddy, it's all right. It's okay. <laughs> um, you know, we're going to go do some shopping um, later this week, buy some new shit. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's going to be all right. Um, yeah, now I'm looking for jobs. I, I'm more active. I'd say the last couple of weeks, definitely been more actively on the job hunt. How's that um, going? Eh, you know, it's. It Any is what nibbles? it is. Nothing really. 
nothing really. <laughs> it's only like I said, it's probably been maybe two weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah. But all yeah. right. Well, well, that means it's more of a twenty twenty one problem. I think. We're, really. Yeah, we're starting to we're starting to get back on the come up for chamber. I think. Yeah, so, I feel it. Here, I feel it. Here we go. Um, but shall we? Yeah, let's do this. Let's get to the news. <laughs> All right, buddy, start us out with some news. So this is December 1st. We've been talking about this for a little while now. Uh, but ETH 2 Phase 0 launches as Beacon Chain goes live this morning. Uh, so the long-awaited launch of Ethereum 2.0's Phase 0 has just happened. Uh, the event marks the rollout of the Beacon Chain, a kind of backbone for the Ethereum 2.0 network, or ETH2, with the Genesis block produced at uh, 12 UTC on uh, December 1st. I, I don't know what time that is uh, for regular people, uh, which regular people <laughs> is Eastern Standard Time. Um, I feel like that's like 6 a.m. our time, maybe. Right. Um, so that just happened. Um, the Beacon Chain... Uh, has enabled uh, Ethereum staking awards for initial depositors who had locked in more than 500 million worth of ETH in ETH2 staking deposit contracts, so they hit their minimum requirement. Uh, quote, today is the day the rubber hits the road. Justin Drake, pardon me, Justin Drake, uh, an ETH2 researcher at the Ethereum Foundation told The Block, quote, it's pretty crazy. We have uh, four production grade ETH2 clients, Lighthouse, Nimbus, Prism, and Teku, uh, from day one. I don't know what any of that means. Uh, so for those of you listening, those are apparently important things for Ethereum 2.0. Uh, that's <laughs> Lighthouse, Nimbus, Prism, and Teku. Uh, a great deal of work went into phase zero, including several test nets and audits. There's still a lot of work left to do, but the full ETH2 upgrade as the block reported recently. So uh, still some work to be done, but it has uh, it has hit you know, like like they said, the rubber has hit the road. Uh, of the remaining ETH2 phases, phase 1.5 is the most crucial phase, as this is the step during which uh, ETH1 will merge with ETH2 and move from proof-of-work model uh, to the proof-of-stake system. Overall, the ETH2 upgrade combined with Layer 2 scaling techniques is intended to solve Ethereum's problem for the long run. Quote, once there is sufficient base layer functionality, scalability, and security, ideally the protocol can largely become stable. Danny Ryan, ETH2 researcher at the Ethereum uh, Foundation, uh, told the block that. So um, big things happening. Again, still early on in, in, the, in the changeover, but uh, Ethereum slowly moving from proof of work to proof of stake. And uh, hopefully some of these, uh, I've been trying to, make some ethereum transactions this morning but i don't feel like paying like 11 dollars per transaction you know dude i was literally just trying to do a, one of these metamask swaps and it's like yep. i have 20 dollars in ETH sitting in the metamask and it's telling me i need 0.03 more to make the swap jesus and i'm like jesus christ i don't <laughs> i mean they're forcing me to hodl i'm trying to sell right <laughs> like i don't want to I, I I just want it all out at this point. Um, so uh, the transaction fees are very high. So when is that? When is that supposed to change? Um, I I think it's gonna it's gonna happen as the the phases roll out. I think phase one and a half, one point five. Uh, they're saying is the most crucial one, and that's when it'll go from proof of uh, work to proof of stake, and I think that will hopefully reduce the the, the network fees. Interesting, but no time frame on that one. No, well, I, I need it to happen like now. Yeah, ideally by the end of the show. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> all right, so we touched on this earlier, but here we go. Bitcoin's price just hit a new all-time high on Coinbase. So you were correct. Bitcoin's price has broken its all-time high after reaching $19,900. According to the data from Coinbase Pro, the price of the world's First and largest cryptocurrency by market cap has jumped by over 7% within 24 hours. That price interval surpassed the previous all-time high of $19,891.99, which was last seen almost three years ago in December 
2017. The new all-time high comes after a period of, substan- of sustained price growth since September when Bitcoin's price was trading between 10 and 11,000. Meanwhile, Bitcoin's total market cap is nearing 370 billion, according uh, or accounting for 61% of all cryptocurrency market caps from CoinGecko. And on November 17th, the market cap exceeded the previous all-time high record of 328 billion for the first time since December 16, 2017. So, Chamber, uh, we're going to play a little game here. Okay. Where were you on when Bitcoin hit its previous all-time high in December 2017? Uh, December 2017. Um, what was that? What, do we have like, a day? Do you like, remember where you were? Because I do. Probably. Uh, what? Sorry. What day? I'll give you a ballpark. It doesn't give me a day. Um, December twenty seventeen. I remember because I mean, like I said, I I had probably been in. I'd probably purchased my first Bitcoin four weeks prior to that. You know what I mean? Three, four weeks prior to that, I was completely submerged in Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Like I was. It's the you know you're 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 similar to me when you find something new you you just drown yourself in it uh, and that's where I was I remember going to I remember buying uh, I had a work uh, function at the time it was like a like a Christmas kind of party for our sales team um, just kind of like a just the the regional sales team uh, for for Ontario and um, there's probably twelve of us there and we kind of did like a secret Santa sort of thing. And I got my guy a, I had to go to a Bitcoin ATM mm. and I got him like $50 worth of Bitcoin at the time <laughs> at, at all time. <laughs> so you, uh, and you pre- not only bought the top yourself, but you bought the top for somebody For someone else, else correct. Fantastic. Um, yeah. And I mean, with fees, like you have to imagine. like Oh, the I, fees were outrageous for Right. Like I, I, we then. probably haven't even recouped that yet. Um, Dude, it was insane. Like the paper wallet like to do a bitcoin transaction was insane at that point so i don't know if he still i my guess is he still has it he was an old dude too like he was i think he was like 60 something at the time uh a real weirdo guy um but i got it for him <laughs> so i don't know if he ever did anything with it uh, but i just remember funny. thinking at one point like you know whenever we got back under 10 or whatever it was it's just like yeah that gift is just slowly being less and less valuable what are the uh, odds you think he has it still it's 50 this guy's a, a real wild card like i think he has uh i don't know if you notice this in out in the in the real world but you know people our age uh we we get and younger yeah i'd say you know we're in our mid-30s um so people in their mid-30s and people younger we we've gotten diagnosed over the years you know whether it's add or asperger's or you know whatever i find the older generations the boomers like they would just you just walk you would have like a (laughs) i don't i gotta watch what i say but like you you could have a r word friend and not even know it back in the 60s i feel like you know what i mean be careful here like Uh, i feel like you could have had a friend with severe mental problems and not and like it wasn't a thing he was just kind of like he was the quirky friend um this particular guy like i said he's a little older but for sure has some sort of like i'm not a doctor but 100 percent has some sort of like asperger's autism thing happening and and just kind of worked through it throughout the years so uh, he's probably ch- uh taken your bitcoin and uh exponentially it, increased it that's what i'm saying like it wouldn't shock me if he, like, he figured out everything to do and like traded it and is now like you know, uh, a multimillionaire, uh, and I don't even know. So, uh, I to 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 say whether he has or not is it's almost impossible. Now, where were you yesterday when Bitcoin hit its all-time high? Where was I? Yes, I was right sitting right where I am. Uh, usually sit in my office. Uh, I was looking at the charts. I think I was actually talking to my dad. We were talking about Bitcoin yesterday. He was calling me because he keeps, you know, <laughs> when when a couple weeks ago or maybe last week when it was doing well. He had called me saying, "Oh, hey, we're I'm I'm up." Like we bought, <laughs> he bought the fucking top and only bought the top in 2017. Right. Like I bought the top, but I also bought the bottom. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Um, so he when he called me, I think it was last week. It was like I'm 
it's my portfolio is worth more today than it was three years ago. Um, and he was very happy about that. So he called me again yesterday. He's like, it's it's up more. I'm like, yeah, it is up more. Um, so yeah, it was. I think I was talking to my dad yesterday when when it was hitting all time highs. Yep. All right. So when I was. Uh Three years ago, I remember specifically where I was. I was actually driving to work, trying not to crash my car because I was so excited. And it was also like just going crazy at the time. And I was trying to text my friends in this group that we had. And uh, it was insane. So um, I very vividly remember exactly where I was and what I was doing yesterday again same just sitting in my office doing absolutely nothing yeah. crying that I don't have any bitcoin I was also involved at this time 3 years ago I was also pretty involved in a ponzi scheme I think at this point too um I think I was I was a good focus of my time in December of 2017 unknowingly uh, part of a ponzi scheme You were oh yeah of course you had uh <laughs> You had the um, yeah the double Bit the Connect. double intro. I had the Bitcoin and the uh, and the uh, BitConnect intro simultaneously. Yes, I yes, mean I wasn't yes. part of BitConnect, but it was a different. Uh, it was a, a BitConnect adjacent Ponzi scheme, uh, similar to. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So of course that's you. You that's how you got introduced <laughs> to crypto. So, uh, all right. What do you got next for us? I have. Uh, we were talking about this the other day. We we're talking about uh, Andre, um, the the dev behind the uh, Wi-Fi protocol, Yearn Finance. Um, so DeFi protocol, Yearn Finance, announces fifth merger this time with uh, with Uniswap fork SushiSwap. So this came out like at like midnight last night, and I was looking to try to make a trade on it, um, but I didn't feel like getting out of bed. Uh, decentralized finance protocol Yearn Finance has announced yet another merger, this time with SushiSwap, a fork of decentralized exchange Uniswap. Um, so remember we were talking the other day about Uniswap not paying out those um, those farming, um, you know the, the 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 you know the farming benefits uh, that yep. they were getting for so long, mm-hmm. and we were tr- we were trying to figure out where that where those farms were going to merge to. And we, we did throw out the idea of sushi swap, and it sounds like that's what's happening here. Um, so as a part of this deal, Yearn, uh, YFI, and SushiSwap's development resources will merge, and their total value lock, TVL, would combine. So YFI uh, and Sushi would combine their total uh, locked value. Uh, the current TVL of Yearn is around uh, $455 million. And SushiSwap's TVL is about 730 million, according to the tracker DeFi Pulse, making it Yearn's biggest merger thus far. Uh, the protocol recently announced mergers with other protocols, Pickle Finance. Oh, the pickle <laughs> uh, jar. The pickle. I think they. Mm. Ca- I think they kicked Larry the cucumber out of this one though. Um, pickle Finance, Cream Finance, Cover, and Acropolis. Uh, Yearn founder Andre mm, Krongye. Cron, I don't know. C R O N J E. Um, we're gonna call him Andre. Uh, your founder Andre <laughs> said the protocol's work with SushiSwap was overlapping, and thus made sense to merge the two projects. Quote. Sushi focused on expanding their AMM, which means automated market maker ecosystem, um, and Yearn focused on expanding their strategies. More and more overlap became apparent. Yearn needed uh, custom AMM experiences for their strategies, and Sushi started pushing uh, the boundaries of yields and money markets, said uh, said Andre. Uh, with these overlaps, more and more work started to become mutualistic, and at this point, it makes sense to take the relationship to the next level. I love it when the plan comes together. <laughs> uh, Swap will also help Yearn develop the, uh, and launch its upcoming project, DaraSwap, which we reported on uh, last week, which would combine different segments of DeFi, swaps, options, and loans into one platform. Quote, Yearn will participate in Sushi Governance and add its treasury from Sushi. Sushi Governance, that's just... What a world we live in, isn't it? <laughs> Not something I thought I would hear today. You will be governed by Sushi. <laughs> uh, Sushi Soft will participate and add its treasury Wi-Fi, uh, said Andre. Last week, Yearn also announced an integration with crypto wallet provider Argent uh, that the... that 
collaboration means DeFi users can access Yearn's vaults directly from their Argent wallets. So big things happening. Interesting. All right. We've got lots of big things happening with Sushi and Yearn and Wi-Fi and Wi-Fi and whatever else. Uh, all of them. All of those there. things. Yeah. All right. Last news story here. Nearly 100 million in Bitcoin tied to the 2016 Bitfinex hack has been moved. $96.7 million in Bitcoin was stolen from crypto exchange Bitfinex in 2016 hack was moved on Monday to the 14 separate transaction tracked by Twitter based alert service. Whale alert shows that 5,045.48 Bitcoin in total was transferred. The movements come more more than two months since the most recent such occurrence when more than 26 million in bitcoin at then current prices was transferred uh, bitfinex was hacked in august 2016 and nearly 120,000 btc was stolen wow so wow. <laughs> that's crazy think about that 120,000 btc all that was moved in this was 5,000 wow <laughs> That incident led Bitfinex to socialize the losses among its user base and later create a token cost called dubbed BFX to reimburse those who experienced funds and haircuts. In August, Bitfinex offered a public reward in an effort to spur its recovery ex- uh, efforts. Crazy. Like, that is pretty crazy. So only, you say 5,000? 5, 5,045 Bitcoin out of the 120,000 stole. <laughs> That's crazy. That's wild. That's so much. That is insane. All right. That's going to do it for us for the news. Can, can I just add one little news article here? It's not yeah, sure. crypto. I don't know if you've seen it. But a couple Probably of days not. ago, uh, they found this like metal monolith oh oh yeah so i didn't even see it my dad and my brother were talking about it the other day so you're aware of it though yeah uh i kind of so do you did you ever see the movie uh uh 2001 a space odyssey no okay um anyways in the movie it's a fucking weird movie i love it stanley kubrick but there's a scene in this where it's it's called the dawn of man and Mm -hmm. it's like these like uh monkey men uh, kind of like our ancestor, I guess we'll call it our ancestors. And there's this big black monolith that just appears out of nowhere, and they all freak out, and it's it's this big thing. Um, so, but that's what this reminded me of. I'm like, it's it was in the middle of this Utah desert or like cave, you know, mount, you know, I don't know, weird area of Utah, um, and just showed up, and now apparently it's just fucking disappeared. <laughs> Yeah, what happened there? I don't know. So now as I'm going through Twitter, I'm just seeing now a, mis- a mystery monolith now vanishes in Romania. Apparently there's one in Romania too, and now that one's gone. I don't what know what the fuck is happened. happening. Buddy, I, uh, you got me. I, we were talking before the show about how I'm watching Utopia. Um, uh, it's all... It's all connected, man. Something fucking weird's happening. That is nuts, isn't it? Kind of insane with Utopia that, uh, like, well, my wife was saying, she's like, did they make this before? Right, exactly. It's very much Uh, mirrored to what's going on right now. I'm pretty sure, like, it was all filmed before all this shit happened. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Right. Uh, So yeah, that's very weird. Yeah. So yeah, apparently there's another one in Romania that was there. Now it's also gone. So um, weird shit's happening. That's it. All all right. That's all I want is going to do it for the news for us we have a couple more segments here uh one of which is um defend that tweet the defense is not back mom hey let's get our energy going at the defensive end all right chamber i got I got a big one for you here. Oh, no. I don't know if I should start with that one or go the other one. I have um, no idea I, what I've tweeted. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna start smaller here. Okay. Uh, we've already talked about this one, so this will be just a quick hitter. Uh, on at 7:59, I believe this was yesterday. You tweeted. It got nine likes. I'm not euphoric yet. Hashtag Bitcoin. Yeah, um, I was feeling that. You know, people are getting excited. Um, I didn't see the move I wanted to see uh, with Bitcoin. Like I said, it kind of just got 
slow down right at that at resistance, which you know makes total sense. Uh, but yeah, I remember. I remember the feeling in twenty se- in twenty seventeen. Uh, again, I was very new, but like you said, you know, you're driving down the road, you're checking, you're you're getting into accidents, trying to check your phone all the time. It's not that right now for me. Um, I don't know what number that's going to be. It's probably going to be like thirty thousand plus for me. Thirty thousand. I think so. All right. Before I start to get really like, okay, let's fucking go. It's fucking go time. All right. Um, but yeah, that's 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 kind of the way I feel. All right, next one here. Uh, microwave theory. Three minutes plus two minutes equals four minutes. Yes. 5, 16, 11, 29, seven <laughs> likes. So my, when my wife reheats something, she'll do it for like two or three minute in- increments. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I, I asked her what she re. I, I forget what we were re- We were re- reheating some like pad thai or something. And I said... Uh, I said, how long did you put it in for? So I, said, I put it in for two and then three minutes. So I'm like, so four minutes. <laughs> so I put it in for four <laughs> straight minutes, and it was the same. So two, two minutes plus three minutes in a microwave, uh, which you know, technically should add up to five minutes. It only adds up to really four minutes. I feel as soon as you stop the microwave, you, you, you've lost all momentum. I feel a microwave creates momentum like a snowball when it's inside. And as soon as you stop it, all momentum's gone. Mm, That's just a theory, though. Okay. It's a, it's a microwave theory. Okay, I see. Um, one more here, and then the big one. <laughs> okay. Uh, eleven twenty-two at eleven twenty-three a.m. Four likes. You did not get the response you were looking for here, uh, and I I don't know. Four likes many, is okay. I don't want four likes. I mean, I don't know how many comments you got. Probably less. But um, men and women can't be first-generation friends without one side being sexually attracted. Change my mind. Were you looking for tit pics here? Uh, I'm always looking for tit pics, for the record. Uh, but no, I, I don't know why I tweeted that. <laughs> That's my favorite, is when I get you ones that you're like, huh. I don't know if I... What time was it? 11.23 a.m. A.m. I was going to say, yes. maybe I was watching The Office. But I definitely wasn't watching The Office then. Anyways, but I stand by it. Um I don't have any girlfriends. I, I sorry, I shouldn't say that. I don't have any first generation girlfriends. Is that what I said? First generation? That's yeah. a great term. And and I I was the only one that responded, and I said, "What the fuck? Is what that is mean? first generation?" So and you first responded genera- with direct yeah. friendship link. Second Cor- generation would be a girlfriend, wife, or family, or friend of family. Correct. So, for example, uh, you know, if I was friends with your wife, that's a second generation friend, which is completely normal. And completely healthy, and I have friends that are women that are my wife's friends, or you know, spouses of my guy friends. Totally fine. That's a normal relationship. I don't think two individual people uh, uh, that are you know, male and female, can have a platonic relationship without one side fucking it up. Usually the guy, but sometimes I don't the one. Really agree? I don't think, but it's okay. Right. <laughs> That's okay. I mean, they're, they're, not a lot of people agree with me, <laughs> but I, I strongly believe that. I, I think, I think that at some point, somebody's gonna fuck up that really that that friendship. It's probably gonna I, I, be me. I think you're probably. I would say probably more right than wrong. I think I said. I think I followed up with that. I said I sixty forty agree with you there. That is as good as I can ask. <laughs> All right, now that wasn't, got, the, that wasn't the big one. No, this is the whopper. Ooh, I, thought, I thought that one was the whopper. Okay, what do you got? This is the whopper, and this created. I don't even know. Fuck, what did I this say? This created waves more than you even know. Wow. And it, and you got. A, a lot of backlash for for this. You tweeted at, on eleven twenty six at two fifty nine p.m. Okay. You you tweeted a news story, and uh, your is- your comment was good. Fuck your individual freedoms if they make people around you sick. We live in a society. You want freedom? Buy an island. 
Now, it wasn't your tweet that really went off here. It was the uh, D- our friend of the show, I would say, mm-hmm. DJ Thistle, yeah, he's decided he was going to stroke the flames here yeah. and stoke the fire. And he just tweeted out, he just quote tweeted your tweet yep. and just said, thoughts yes i saw and the responses in this tweet (laughs) i didn't uh, read all of them were not favorable to you so Uh, so uh, let's first let's uh, first go with the tweet okay so what explain yourself um and by the way the the news story just so uh there's context here uh an owner of a restaurant (laughs) adamson barbecue was arrested uh, for defying Ontario's public health COVID uh, protocols. Right. Okay. That's okay. Uh, so it, big news in my area here has been this guy um, that has been opening his restaurant to like his the interior of his restaurant to the public. Right. Um, saying like basically fuck you to you know the the COVID restrictions. Um, this is in the greater Toronto area. Um, which is as, as a higher, like it's a kind of in a red zone. Where I live, I'm in a more of a yellow zone. Um, so we don't have any, as many restrictions here. Um, but where this guy is, is in the red zone. So he can still have, I think he can still have uh, like people at the restaurant, but have to eat outside. Obviously, it's a blizzard today, so it's probably not great. But he can also deliver, right? Mm-hmm. But he, one day, I think it was one day last week, say Tuesday, Opens up his restaurant to the public, gets a warning. I want to say from you know the uh, the OPP, which is the Ontario Provincial Police, uh, and then the next day, basically, you know, there's kind of like a, a a groundswell of support for him for the from the conservative, you know, <laughs> people uh, of Canada or of at least of, of this part of Canada. Right. Uh, so using that momentum. He opened up again the next day and and subsequently got arrested and, you know, blah, 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 blah. So I this is the same feeling I have for anybody worldwide that's kind of doing this. Uh, I see it obviously a lot in the U.S. The U.S. has a very big, like, individual freedom kind of, you know, theme to a lot of, you know, a lot of your, a lot of, a lot of the people that live there. Uh, people are very big on individual freedoms and and so on and so forth. So anytime the government asks them to, you know, relinquish some of those individual freedoms, like opening up your store, like, you know, going into big groups, you get a lot of backlash. And you're seeing it happen across the U.S. You're seeing it happen across Canada. Uh, I am on the side of, you know, I don't think the government's trying to control us by keeping us, you know what I mean? Like lockdown and they're not like a lot of people see this as like the prequel to like the government's big coup against us for the new world order or whatever it is uh, that these, you know, conspiracy theorists uh, believe. But I, I wholeheartedly believe that as a, a group, whether that's, you know, Canada or the US or whatever, you should do what you can to, you know, for the betterment of the group, right? For the betterment of the country, if you have to wait a couple of weeks, you have to shut down your store, the, or at least the inside of your store for a couple of weeks, or if you have to skip Christmas this year. A lot of people, like my mom, weren't, I'm not going to my mom's place for Christmas this year. You know, uh, We're not doing that um, because some of the restrictions that happen, because of the people we want to see too, like uh, you know, my wife's parents are a little bit older, so we want to make sure we can still see them. So we don't want to you know, be traveling around all different parties and and seeing a bunch of different people because we want to make sure the people we need to protect are protected so i'm a big i'm a big believer in hey let's just shut up let's let's get through this part it's going to be shitty and the more times we have pushback the more times we have people like this guy with the restaurant pushing back and spreading more disease it just prolongs the end Right? Had we all just fucking just did our what we were supposed to do early on, we'd probably be on the other side of this by now. So, I'm for individual freedoms, but I'm also for like the betterment of the group. Uh, so, when I say fuck that guy's individual freedom, I'm jokingly saying it, but I kind of believe it at the same time. Um, where <laughs> where Thistle comes in, and he's he's kind of like a, he's another Canadian. Most Canadians are pretty liberal, but we do have a pretty big 
you know, grouping of conservatives. He is definitely a conservative Canadian um, and and saw that. And I think he's a, you know, he's a big, again, being conservative, a lot of individual freedoms come into play there as well. So I, I don't think he took that one um, too kindly. And that's why I think why he threw that one out there. But Yes. And then you got, uh, I would call it um, a lambasting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, it's uh, a lot of the, well, you're seeing it right now. Uh, in in the in the U.S., where you know people don't like to be told what to do, and I'm assuming it triggered a lot of people when I said what I said. So uh, it was a joke. It was a triggering joke, but based in some genuine belief from my part, I would say. Sure. Um, here are a couple of the. What do we got? A couple of the replies. Uh, let me see. I only have four here. Uh, one was uh, one here. Can't fix stupid. <laughs> That's true. That's a fact. That's you can't fix stupid. Um, the other next one, uh, C load four twenty, called you, uh, responded, <laughs> boot liquor. I don't know what that means. Mm. Um, I, uh, uh, is that somebody who just licks boots? I'm I'm not hundred percent sure what that means. I don't know. You should look that up really quick. It probably means like somebody that like obeys the government or something, right? Uh, or the king or whatever. Yeah, you're you're a bootlicker, I guess. Yeah, right. Um, okay. Yeah, I th- I think that would be. That sounds right. Eh? You Google it, see what it see what it comes yeah, up with. What's right a bootlicker? I'm I'm very curious at this point to see what a bootlicker is. <laughs> it seems like a very Canadian thing to say to somebody. I <laughs> go, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you're a fucking bootlicker. Bootlicker. Uh, eh? Someone who seeks favor or goodwill uh, in a servile, degraded way. Uh, toady he comes across uh, as a bootlicker someone who would do anything like a lapdog to please somebody in the chain of command so yeah kind of so pretty much spot on yeah <laughs> pretty close kind <laughs> <laughs> of fix stupid at least I knew what a bootlicker was <laughs> uh, yeah um, let's see P- Peter McCormick said we could put this in the unsolvable problems bucket some uh, people are collectivists and feel that the public health comes first some are individualists and believe that liberty comes first these seem to appear to be incompatible ideas I think that's a good that's a that's a pretty astute uh, you know uh, summarization of uh, of what the issue is uh, I definitely I think I fall into the to the one category cosmic one ape one said if buying an island was an option i would take it yeah. yeah that's the freest thing you could do man just buy an island sure you want to have all your liberties no problem but you live in a country we uh, live in a society of rules people btc pablo says none of ct's opinions matter everyone is just farting in the wind hey. <laughs> why get worked up about something you can't change that's a fair point that's a good point actually uh yep Let's see. Uh, so fl- f- Philb Philb called you a played fool. Ah, oh, yes. Yep. Uh, <laughs> here was my. Uh, no, uh, there's no exceptions in the U.S. Constitution. Uh, in the U.S. Constitution for pandemics, the writers surely were familiar with pandemics in colonial days. Uh, that was d- said by Roulette Run. Uh, my favorite one of all the responses was here. <laughs> this is uh, by at nicebit underscore net. Not a coincidence. This cuck has cryptocurrency in bio. <laughs> <laughs> fair that is fair again i stand by most of my tweets probably all of my tweets um i stand by this one i mean it is it's a tweet that is for sure it's a tweet and i said it and i was jokingly serious (laughs) (laughs) all right well that's going to do it for that segment of defend that tweet we have one more segment here that we're going to to do here today uh what are we what are we calling it chamber um i like i see youtube i see youtube i see is what we're calling this segment yes exactly that's what we're calling this segment so um this weekend i was going to i was sitting on my couch and i was going to look up 
golf videos on YouTube. And I was going to, you know, I had just played golf. I was trying to see what I could, you know, how I could <laughs> fix my swing. Um, and I usually would just like go to youtube.com, but I've decided this time I was going to use the YouTube app. Okay. And uh, on your desktop or on no, on my phone, just okay. use the YouTube app. And I must have. I think I originally created the Wrecked Podcast YouTube, and so it was still logged in as Wrecked Podcast. And so, (laughs) you know, I didn't really think anything of it, and then I went to go type uh, what I was looking for, and I realized that you had absolutely been using the Wrecked Podcast. You you used the the Wrecked Podcast YouTube. And so I got to go see... (laughs) All of your search history in our YouTube channel. Okay. Uh, We're going to be on the record here. And this was just fantastic content. (laughs) This was the worst thing that's happened to me in 2020. Uh, (laughs) I was mortified when I saw that tweet that you sent (laughs) Are we like, are you serious? Mortified. But it just felt what what's the tweet uh, what's the uh, gif that i put out from uh i think you should leave like this is a this is a betrayal unlike anything <laughs> yeah. anyone's ever seen that's a hundred percent how i felt um yeah i just felt it's like somebody reading your diary i'm on youtube all the time um and it felt like somebody read my diary out loud um, and that is exactly what i did <laughs> So I, w- I took to Twitter and said, when you log into YouTube accidentally on your podcast account and get oh. a peek of what Chamber has been up to, then I said, give it up. The movie never existed because your top search <laughs> was Shazam Sinbad. Your top one, meaning the most recent just, one. <laughs> you, I had just looked. At, so I want to say the amount of time between the time that I looked that up and the time you tweeted out was less than half an hour like i was just doing that i was on our uh facebook the reason i the reason i was on the sh- i had looked up shazam uh, i was on our facebook page like the rec podcast facebook page and then i had a a, a notice because i'd mentioned in the past i <clears throat> i had started a shazam movie pa- or a shazam conspiracy page like fucking four years ago and it still has way more followers than our wrecked podcast page, by the way. Like, not even close. Like, guys, like I, I don't even remember you having said you done this, did this. Oh no. Okay. Yeah. So I, I did a year. Like, I haven't updated it. In I'm assuming this is why you were listening to old shows, or you you came back across this because you were listening to old yes. shows. Yes. Okay. Um. So I said, because Facebook was telling me like, oh, you haven't updated in like three and a half years or something and i'm like i should look at something so i went on youtube i looked up if, if if there was any new kind of funny videos or something so that's why that was there um but yes i'm always looking for and it's still like as much as we joke about it it's still one of those things that like still fucks with my head the most uh as much as we joke about it the Shazam movie thing is very strange to me. So uh, that was your top search. I mean, was, we've talked was, about that on this podcast a million times. And yeah. I thought we've left it at you were acquiescing that this, uh, you know, doesn't actually exist. And clearly you were No, on. I don't. I don't. I do not acquiesce. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. So let's go through some of the rest of you. Yeah, um, thing, embar- this is so fucking embarrassing. Things that I things that I highlighted that I thought were hilarious right. is uh, big Bigfoot evidence. Right. Okay. I so mean, pe- the, like pe- none of this none of this I felt was like so intrusive that wouldn't no, be it was off the board. Like it hundred percent wasn't because this is all things that we've talked about many times on the show. Right. Uh, Bigfoot evidence. I thought this one was funny that you were looking for Phil Collins in the air tonight. Um, so we I did that one uh, on our last show. Uh, I, I couldn't. Oh, right, because we had the we had a drop. Yes. Yeah. So I I, I just recorded the audio from YouTube, and um, then put that in the drop. Bigfoot trail cam. Yup. A lot of Lakers highlights. <laughs> a lot of Lake. Well, it's you know trade season and free agency. Yeah, so Kobe Bryant tribute video. For yeah, I got sad. Bank. I got sad the other day and I had to watch a Kobe. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I was really having a moment, bunch. <laughs> yep. Uh, I got it. Um, the uh, next next list here. I don't know who Bobby Kimball is. Who is Bobby um, Kimball? 
Bobby Kimball is the lead singer, was the lead singer for the band Toto. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and my wife and I were talking about uh, old guys that, old lead singers that don't have it anymore. Uh, like Meatloaf. Uh, there was, Got there was it. I, I forget. Yeah. I forget who we were listening to. I'm like, the guy from Toto must not sound like the same anymore. Because uh, he had a very difficult voice to do back in the 80s. And he's mm-hmm. got to be like fucking 60 or 70 now. I'm like, he can't. Th-. So I was looking for uh, current videos of Bobby Kimball singing to, to prove my point. Uh, I see. I, I, was, I think it was accurate. Uh, uh, I, a, lot of, a lot of chamber, a lot of science versus spirituality here. Um, really? We've got dinosaurs. <laughs> Dinosaurs um, was uh, size we size of planets, yeah, and then and then on the opposite side you've got a lot of ghost stuff, ghosts yes. of Carmel, Maine, Ooh. ghost of Carmel, Maine, nuke, um, things like that. So you yeah. you know a lot of science versus <laughs> the supernatural. So um, the science stuff was for my kids. So uh, my youngest daughter likes dinosaurs, so we were watching videos of like like what dinosaurs would look like you know, in real life kind of thing. Um, <laughs> and then uh, my oldest daughter was asking, you know, was basically saying, oh, is there something bigger than the moon? And there was, is there something bigger than the sun? And I showed her a clip. It, I highly recommend watching this if you haven't seen this. But basically they show you kind of like the smallest planet uh, in our solar system and it, and it progressively gets bigger and bigger. Then it shows the sun versus all those. And it, it just goes to the next, whatever the next biggest thing is. And so you see as a comparison how much bigger the next thing is. So like the moon versus the earth versus, you know, Jupiter versus the sun. And it just keeps moving. And then you get to like a, a, a bigger sun. And then like it, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And you realize how you know, teeny tiny we actually are. And I was showing this to my seven-year-old and and his fucking mind exploded. (laughs) (laughs) Last two on the second page here, um, strongblock.io, which fuck those guys. Yeah, I don't know why. I was looking for I don't know what I was looking for there. Fuck, no, you were probably, fuck them. I hate them. (laughs) Um, And then install water line to refrigerator, which we talked about, which is pretty great. I YouTube a lot of things. Uh, uh, They also saddle valve, refrigerator, water line. Um, And, you know, the uh, clay clay pigeons, uh, Uh, drilling through the tile floor, drilling drilling through tile, uh, Garth Brooks live, more ghosts, ghosts caught on camera. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The uh, uh, the other ones I highlighted here, Uh how to grow your podcast, which, you know, I appreciate that one. Thank you. No problem. Always Um, always looking to better ourselves. And then the other one that I just (laughs) didn't really know what you could have been going for. Right. uh, It's just because it's just kind of vague. Apple topping? Oh, apple topping. So uh, when I make pancakes, sometimes I like to make... uh, Right, but it's not like apple topping recipe. It's just (laughs) apple topping. Because I don't want to get applesauce, and I don't want to get apple filling. Uh, There's an apple topping, uh, something to put on top of my pancakes. Um, And I don't want it to be like a jam. Um, So you have to kind of put in a more specific uh, recipe. Uh, I was making it the other day. Well, that's your that's Apple a peek topping. inside Chambers YouTube. Um, so, so, so unfortunately, I think that this probably will be the last time we ever do this segment because I think that. Oh, do you think I'm? Do you think I'm not? I'm. I'm. I, I have. I don't know. You. I am you so said you lazy. Felt very betrayed by this. I, so. I am so lazy. I will not change anything. <laughs> <laughs> I. I think the first day I was just like, "Fuck, I can't search that." I'm like, "Well, fuck it. I'm not changing." Because everything's everything's so the, way the best I like part's gonna be the best part is gonna be when I just randomly spur yes. these segments yes. out. Yes. <laughs> you're not gonna know, Fuck. and you're gonna be like, "Oh no!" It's very, I was mortified when That's I saw that. That's hilarious. But I said, "How is this the most embarrassing thing that I've talked about?" Um, and it it really isn't. I I just I don't know I don't know I don't know why I felt so embarrassed. Uh, but it's uh, yeah, it was funny. I was I was glad you found it, uh, and I love great content. And I thought that was pretty good content. That I mean, I would say maybe the best content possibly. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, pretty uh, pretty high quality. But I do like content. watching ghost videos, uh, even though I don't really believe in ghosts. Uh, it's basically just me saying that's bullshit. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. <laughs> 
<laughs> derivative. Yeah. Um, and then Bigfoot videos, I periodically like to look for, see if there's any new Bigfoot videos that I haven't seen yet. Um, but that's, yeah, that's, that's it. That's basically like ghost videos, Bigfoot videos, how to grow your podcast, uh, and then how to make toppings for my pancakes. <laughs> He's a simple man, folks. I'm a simple man. <laughs> He's a simple man. So that is going to do it for us today. Do you have anything to say before we get out of Dodge here? No. I've (laughs) just a little mortified still, but. I mean, a lot of great content here today. We did a lot of crypto. Yeah. Um, We did a lot of crypto, and we got to peek inside your YouTube. Yes. Yep. Which was just fantastic. (laughs) Riveting. All right. That's going to do it for us. Check us out. We may have another show this week. We may not. It's, uh, it's tough to say. It's tough to say. We we may have a guest. We had a, a guest scheduled, and we had to call an audible last minute. So that may happen this week. It may not. But until next time, don't get wrecked. And that is financial advice. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. You can help support us by giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and become a wrecked patron by signing up for a monthly tier on Patreon.com. That's Patreon.com forward slash wrecked podcast. Don't get wrecked.